I gotta piss. Oh, son of a bitch. I don't know why I said that. This is like, oh, no. I'm only an hour and a half late. Yeah. yeah. I'm gonna do this. Okay, here we go. He's making notes. He's got one note. <laughs> it's 100% more than usual. <laughs> one note semen. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Autopod Decepticast. This is your minute-by-minute breakdown of the 1986 Transformers movie. I am your host, Aaron, and with me, I have uh, these guys. Hey, I'm Ryan. Hey, I'm Caleb. (laughs) Oh, this is the energy we're bringing today. (laughs) All right. We've got this sort of carnival-esque thing happening here. All right. Went right down. All right. I don't know what I was trying to. I was trying to... I'm trying to understand the analogy, but uh, just like clownish, I just, just kind wasn't happening. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, I'm uh, gonna make some balloon animals. Later. Sorry, Ryan, we're not making editing easy for you. <laughs> but it's not hard. It's just cutting out big chunks of it. Yeah. Uh, well, we started drinking. <laughs> I well, if that has anything to that do is with a it. component we recently brought to the to the table. I think we've all decided. I, mean, I think we're more. I think we're more confident. Like the egos are getting big, so we're just like, yeah, just talk, yeah, and talk, and talk. This yeah. is content that everyone should enjoy. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, well, this guy's is we made it to episode seven, which covers minute six oh one two seven. Uh, gosh, I need to figure out a more clear way of talking about that. But basically, episode seven covers the sixth, or no, the yeah. seventh minute. It covers the seventh minute. Yeah, six. Episode, oh my oh god, god, I can't believe this is so <laughs> this is really minute hot. six through minute seven. Right no, through, no. not through. Oh my god, two Min- two minute seven to one second after six fifty nine and one second, and we've lost two uh, seventh the seventh minute. That's right. Um, Do we mention drinking? <laughs> I, I've only had one sip. Uh-huh. I'm just stupid. Uh, so this is uh, an episode that begins with kind of a hopeful liftoff and ends very forebodingly. Uh, uh, it's yeah. a, it's a, it's a, it's, yeah. one, it's starting to set a dark tone. Yeah, this is the one before it just goes like, just completely horrifying. Yeah. Prime's like, uh, we need lots of luck. A little energy yeah. and a lot of luck. Yeah, let's not, let's not take the autobus mm. to Vegas, right? I, uh, so, okay, this movie starts, or this scene starts at the blast-off. And previously we had uh, Cliff Jumper counting down. We've got a blast-off. And uh, Prime says his famous line, now all we need is a little energy and a lot of luck. Uh, I uh, did a little research here, first of all, on uh, the ship itself. Oh, <laughs> the shuttle? <laughs> the shuttle, if you will. Okay. Uh, and I actually learned a lot because there are actually dozens and dozens of uh, ship types in the Transformers universe that if you were to, really? to <laughs> do, the, uh, do your diligence on it, you could learn about. But of all the ships that all have very interesting names, this ship type is simply called the Autobot Shuttle. <laughs> God. Well, what's like so? What are some of the other ones called then? If this one's called the Autobot Shuttle, do the other ones have like cool 
So let's see, Autobot Starships, there's the there's the aircraft carrier, all-terrain, turbo transport, the Apex, Arc 2, the Arc, Arc 7, Arc 12, Arc 32, and so <laughs> on. How many Arcs are Beast there? with Wings, the Concordat, the Dark Star, the 8-track, and I'm assuming, I don't know if all of this was, is technically G1, well, it says G1 Starships Whoa. here on uh, the TF Wiki. Uh, but some it's of them are probably ships. across different universes. Like, I know, I don't read the modern comics I plan to, but I know that this ship called the Lost Light is a big deal within the current lineup of comics. And are you, my pr printer. Are you printing? <laughs> no. Are you printing all of the starships? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, listener, our print, my printer's going off for no reason. It's a haunted printer. Uh, but anyway, lots of this, but this ship is simply Autobot the Autobot, Autobot shuttle. <laughs> and uh, as we learn later in the movie, we find out that the Autobot shuttle, there's actually a couple of these that show out throughout the movie, but modular design, the rear section contains the main uh, engine for interstellar travel. Um, the middle section is, uh, it's protected, it ha also has an engine that's protected by blastaway armor. And, uh, but that's crew quarters, medical repair bay, and then the forward section is a gunship, uh, as well as some, uh, it's not really for traveling long distances, but oh, it's yeah, good for it space combat. Oh yeah, doesn't it split later whenever they're being chased? That's right. Yeah, why, I forgot all about that. Why does it say, like, I look at the picture here on the, on the wiki page, it, it just sums it up below, it just says, it's basically a funeral barge. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At least, particularly in What's the upcoming up scene, for sure. But I like, uh, I like, I like. That's all it says. Autobot shuttle, and it goes. Yeah, it's uh, basically a funeral barge. Well, would they, you want to drive around in a funeral barge? <laughs> well, no, it's not. It's not. They're being funny. The, the actually the Transformers wiki. If if uh, you ever spend time there, oh. or the listeners ever spend time there, they actually do a really great job of writing pithy little captions that go along. Oh, with so they're it's just they're just. Big it's not funny. Wikipedia. It is that, the Transformers okay. wiki. Yeah, oh, correct. correct. I understand now. All right, but uh, I'm just gonna say it. Uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation straight ripped off Transformers by separating the shuttle. Oh, really? Yeah. The saucer yeah, they, section can separate from the battle bridge. Right. And it looks fucking dumb. Yeah, they, well, that's why they only did it, like, what, once? Once. I think once in the, sh in the show. I mean, the saucer section looks fine, but the, <laughs> the rest of the ship looks ridiculous. Um... So, uh, anything else about ships? I'm good on ships. <laughs> if you guys I'm good on the ship. I just, yeah, I just think it's weird. I, I, do, I just I think mean, it's weird that they have the ability to transform into things. Why don't they, I mean, they've decided to build a ship. Well, I suppose they don't have the ability to transform into something that necessarily can travel interstellarly. Yeah. But, uh, well, well, although according to the script, Cybertron's in the solar system, so it wouldn't well, yeah, be interstellar. Not, yeah, it doesn't That's really, true. they don't need interstellar travel, everything is uh, right here. But I think, as far as the move, I mean, I don't know. Okay. Anyway, yeah, but I just would think it's fuel wise, they're not, they don't have enough. I'm good, I'm good on the ship. I would like to see like Ironhide as a van flying through space, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no wings sprouting out from the side, no, just, just a van, just a van. So, just they're, just... so they're heading to Earth, they're getting uh, some energon. Much needed for what their attack on Cybertron. I, that would yep. be my That's guess. Their, their yeah. plan, and, and need a lot of luck, and they're not. And we're gonna find, right here, find out pretty quick that uh, at uh, six thirty ish, or no, I'm sorry, 
Well, right when he says, now all we need is a little energon and a lot of luck, Jazz and Cliff Jumper are in the room with him. <laughs> Seconds before, they're reporting from some undisclosed location. Are you sure? I mean, and maybe. The, so he's on the monitor. Well, he's on the monitor for them. Maybe they were just showing him. I get. I got the impression that, well, I don't know about Jazz. I got the impression that, because Jazz and Cliff Jumper in the earlier shot are in the same room, so I got the impression maybe Prime just went into that room. <laughs> I'll, I'll watch the launch from here. Yeah. Although, no, he didn't. I mean, <laughs> here he is at 5.55, just standing alone. Yeah, there's nobody <laughs> There's those there two. Now. Those two those are two in the are same in, room. Jazz and Cliff Jumper on a different in the same moon. room. Well, no. On a different moon. No, I think they're, they're on this the moon. moon. And it's Bumblebee and Spike that are on a different see, moon. See, this is the problem Bumblebee with this. And... This is why they fail. So, but but yeah, now they're all together. Now they are in the same <laughs> What? So, right. Either they went and joined him, or he went into the other room. Uh, that's an important point. <laughs> wow, I thought that they were on the other moon. No, nope. just I, I think just Spike and Bumblebee are on the other moon. But as to this our conversation earlier, I like how Optimus Prime is like, Jazz, how's security going? I wish I could just and what walk. about Moonbase 2, Jazz? Tell me how they're doing. And so Jazz calls Moonbase 2, but they're all clearly on the same length. <laughs> like, I've been on conference calls all the time. People just speak up. All right, this is Bumblebee, yeah. Moonbase 2, uh, everything's cool. No, they really need blue jeans. <laughs> this this is my Blue jeans complaint. Friday? <laughs> no, blue jeans is a conference, video conference system. <laughs> okay, okay, my bad. I use... I use Skype. I use Skype. Mm. Oh, oh, well. Love I, just, I get it. You're rich. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And then um, the I, I like the, the first scene where we get to see the Decepticons. And just right up top at 6 minutes and 29 seconds, there's an immediate dig at Starscream. <laughs> Yeah, I noticed that any time. as well. In case, like, in case you forgot hey, that these two don't get who's, along. Uh, who's Nelson Shin, by the way? You got any notes on Nelson Shin? <laughs> yeah, I do have notes on Nelson Shin. So as so as Laserbeak's flying away to the big rock of Cybertron, it says co-produced and directed by Nelson Shin. He is the director of this movie. Uh, he also founded a production company called ACOM, Animation Korea Movie, is what that stands for. And he actually, hit that production company started doing some of the animation work in the second season and into the third and fourth season, or just the third season, I'm sorry, of, of Transformers. So he, Mr. Shin, in the 70s, was an animation director at, I, there's no way I can pronounce this, De Patty Freling Enterprises. But the th kind of stuff he worked on mm. while there, uh, the intro sequences to the Pink Panther films. Uh -huh. um, he designed and animated the lightsabers in Star Wars. Um, and uh, But most of his work is really around American animated series. So at least or his company's work. So The Simpsons, Batman, the animated series, X-Men, The Tick. Um, Transformers Television. Oh, so those are all. But they did not produce the movie. His production company did not do the animation mm. work. Those are all great shows. Like Batman and, and X Men in particular, I really enjoyed. Yeah. So basically, the yeah, the Tick. So basically, like uh, a company is outsourcing their animation to this guy. So like Sunbow, I think so. Yeah, like Sunbow is an animation company unto itself that produces animation. Yeah. And I know there's like three or four other studios that they would also outsource. That's really common. I mean, it takes, I think it took, I read something like 
to produce a single episode or to animate a single episode, it took like three months. Mm-hmm. So I guess to have a regular ongoing season series, you've got to do that. Yeah, that's really common. I do think, you, I don't know about much today, probably still today, but it's really common to outsource, especially like the coloring or, uh, you know, uh, different parts of the animation to a separate company so that you can get that produced in a reasonable time. Do you think there's people that are from, like, uh, with us, but probably not, that would be like familiar with watching an episode from G1 and being like, ah, I can see in this section, right. this is definitely ACOM animation. Well, you can, yeah, I mean, people who are hardcore about it definitely can. And like, on the, you can look them up on the website and know specifically what episodes they produced. But um, unfortunately, at least according to the TF Wiki, um, that that his particular studio was known for being pretty cost efficient, and that translated to lots. Of, <laughs> so, he, had, he probably over indexed on the animation error factor when it uh, came from the Acom studio, and so. Um, but uh, so what? Like, yeah. are there any noticeable like uh, like instances where Acom's like you know we're we're, we're having them animate on a budget, <laughs> yeah. and it's just I, I'm sure there are. I, I don't like. Know, I don't know of the individual cost instances. effective is like code for cheap as shit, <laughs> and like uh, I do remember uh, this. I had this videotape actually. SOS Dinobots were the first appearance of the Dinobots, and there is a scene where uh, Prime is just solid blue, mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Just and they didn't. At that I point, don't know how you make that mistake, but they, and so what? Like so, uh, the state side they receive it. They're running it through. They're like, well, well, oh, just yeah. <laughs> fuck it. We got to do. Got to get it on. Got a TV. deadline. Yeah. Okay. Uh, some of the episodes that they, uh, the first episode I believe that they did was called City of Steel, and if you remember, mm-hmm. that's one where Decepticons took over New York City. Uh, at some point, they p- captured Prime, disassembled him, and turned his parts into an alligator, like a robotic I alligator. I have no memory of this. <laughs> but also Five Faces of Darkness, which was the series right after the movie, and several on to those later. Oh, the Zombie Prime Dark Awakening That's episode. a terrifying like, one. Like, uh, Grimlock's like New one. Brain, where he, uh, where mm-hmm. he uh, created the Technobots. But uh, so I don't know of a specific animation error, but apparently they were known for color inconsistency. So yeah. they weren't very good at. Uh, they might have been responsible for the all blue Optimus. I know that I'm, a lot of the times the Seekers are different colors because they're all basically the same design. So I can see how that could be screwed up a little bit. But. Right. Right. Well, and and I've read other things like among all these animation studios, it seems like the model sheets they were working from were wildly inconsistent as well, (laughs) because some people would have older versions of model sheets. And so the proportions would be off or this character would have a face mask when normally they didn't or whatever. Yeah. And this was a time when you actually had to look at physical papers. So you couldn't just look on the uh, go to the Internet or email somebody. Right. (laughs) Um, and then the only other thing about, uh, the only other note on this studio that I have is that um, though they might have been bad at color, they actually um, animated at a slightly higher frame rate per second than a lot of their competitors. So their shows are actually notably smoother. So if you're being cost effective, that doesn't really add hmm. up. So maybe cost effectiveness wasn't really their thing, but... but uh, but they just what they sacrificed in mistakes. color correction, they made <laughs> right. up for in smoothness. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, maybe maybe deadline. Maybe they just were maybe. known for like, hey, these these uh, these dudes at Acom, they can get the, they can get this shit done. They got it done. So did Acom? Did, you're saying they didn't animate on the movie? They did not animate on the movie. One so of the what other was animation role? studios was Toa. Well, just Nelson Shin. I think outside of his role as the founder of that animation studio, directed the film. Okay. 
Uh, Here's Shockwave again. Hey, it's uh, Shockwave. Actually, this is his first actual uh, line. Is this I his, forgot that he has more than I one line. I forgot that too. Is this his last line? No, no he he's at the end of the movie. Oh, so I was like talking crap about him the whole time. Like, oh, we're just going to see him in the tower. <laughs> he, has one, he has a total of one more line. Okay, well, <laughs> There's a big return. Two of my favorite Decepticons standing side by side. Sound I always Shockwave. kind of thought they were very similar characters. Not, not similar, but like... They're very um, analytical. That and like uh, loyal to Megatron. Yeah. Loyal in the cartoon. Shockwave in the cartoon. Is, Shockwave is fiercely disloyal in the comic mm-hmm. book. Generally. The first comic book, uh, Transformer comic I ever read. Number five with Shockwave on the cover. Uh, they are all dead carved in the wall behind him. It's a really pretty cover. Iconic. Yeah. Iconic cover for sure. So, um, yep, Shockwave's got a line. We've got Soundwave. Oh, and then Megatron <laughs> speaks. Um, so, as we, uh, uh, I'm sure you, did you do some Frank Welker research? I think we, I covered it pretty extensively oh, on an earlier we? episode. Yeah, I can't remember. Why the, I, have, uh, I talked about it a lot uh, in the credits episode, but I mean, we. Whatever. But he wouldn't. Po- but okay, all right. It, even though he wasn't in the credits, I was right, talking. Right. Yeah, I was talking. Yeah. Well, I've got. A, I'll have a few. Uh, since he, I'm kind of doing a thing where every time they a line is spoken for the first time, I'm hitting it. Okay. So uh, we already talked about Corey Burton. Uh, and Shockwave. I don't know why we did that. Oh, because Spike spoke, and he also does the voice mm-hmm. of Spike, Sunstreaker, and Alpha Trion. But so here's a couple things I learned about Frank Welker that maybe we didn't cover in the previous episode. So he was a former stand-up comedian. Oh, did you guys know that? I did not know that. He participated in the Dean Martin celebrity roast of George Burns, and I haven't looked that up on YouTube yet. I'm hoping that's out there. Sounds like a riot. He. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I bet that's real racist. Well... <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, it was 1988, and racism uh, well, was different then. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, he has been on camera in several when roles. When you say different, you mean it was just accepted? <laughs> people were just like, it's cool. Right, right, right. <laughs> Kidding, I am totally woke, people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know if you can self-ascribe as being woke, but oh, we'll take right. it. Well, uh, so, Fred from Scooby-Doo. So, this was interesting. We might have mentioned he was Fred. he's Fred from Scooby-Doo, but he's the only actor that's still... That was with the Scooby-Doo franchise when it began in 1969 that still participates. Mm. Mostly probably because he's the only one alive. Right. uh, He still does the voice of Fred. He actually also does Scooby-Doo now as well. Um, But he was kind of the Mel Blanc of Hanna-Barbera in the 70s and 80s. And uh, Dr. Claw, he was uh, Kermit the Frog on Muppet Babies. Uh... He did Ray Stance and Slimer on The Real Ghostbusters. He's been Garfield since 2007. He did Gremlins, Beagle Boys, and DuckTales. He's a Beagle very Boys. prolific like animal guy. Like Anytime yeah. an animal special effect is needed, he just does it. Uh, the Martians and Mars Attacks. Huh. Um, <laughs> the Station from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Oh my Journey. God, Station. <laughs> uh, honestly, you can't cover it all. But uh, if you, there is a video on YouTube that's all that's basically the one a compilation. It's like eighty of yeah, his character. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. you've seen it. Then. So anyway, Frank Welker, you are the guy. You're the a shining God star of Transformers. Okay. <laughs> Transitioning. Yep. That was smooth rest, as ice. Rest in, rest in peace. So Wait, Megatron. Is he dead? He's not dead. No, he's alive. He's not dead. <laughs> Mr. Welker, we'd love to have you on the show. Uh, Megatron orders Soundwave to play back Laserbeak's findings, and he does so. <laughs> he uh, 
he does that thing. And you know what's really cool? How Laserbeak does it. Laserbeak plays back somehow the the footage from the vantage point of the <laughs> yes. I was gonna say that like he is like Laserbeak is filmed a three camera sitcom he's, because he's from all he's got so much yeah. coverage. Maybe yeah, he could plant. Maybe he could plant well, little mini cams that he went and picked up real quick. He's or... he's tapped into the cameras that That's are being a better used idea to film a... this movie. <laughs> yeah. Right? Because like that's it. how they film animation. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, that's a better idea is to have little drone cameras come off of him as opposed to a fun fucking camera come out of his goddamn head. I do too. I do like it. I like how he is an he transforms into an audio cassette, but they he can do whatever he wants. Apparently, yeah. he can also record video. He can I mean, transform into beta. Head. He can transform beta. Into, yeah. Oh, that's a beta is a is a, a higher quality. But <laughs> I also like how laser he, disc transform. <laughs> it doesn't have the same uh, ring at mm-hmm. all. So I also like how he, okay, he's turning into the tape and then he turns into the tape player and then a little thing oh, yeah. comes out of him <laughs> and he's got to connect to the system. So these guys are so advanced but they have this... They all, have to have an adapter. Like that thing looks way more complicated than a USB cord <laughs> for one thing which is what yeah. we would use. Yeah. And like no Bluetooth? You can't just like Wireless aircast that like, thing oh. or Google, Google Chromecast it to the screen? I mean... Yeah, like Nikola Tesla came up with that idea in the 1920s. <laughs> Come on, transform. So their science just isn't I think really if, good. Well, I think if they, did, I think mm, w- there is a problem where, like, whenever you try to think of the future, uh, the farther you get out, the worse and worse you are at predicting how it's going to be. Like nobody would have, like, the internet wasn't predicted; it existed, but wasn't really even a thing at this time. Uh, and so, like, to make that giant of a leap, I think would make people go, "Well, wait, how does that work?" What well, he's just playing it, and it yeah, just—I right. think people would find that problematic no, at I, the time. I, think, I get it. I think Roddenberry sure. was about the best at it. Yeah. Yeah, and I didn't think he way under. I think in well, a lot of ways he way undershot too because like the uh the automatic doors. I mean, people that thought that was really cool, but then like in the 70s they show up. Or I mean like the communicators are worse on on Star Trek than our cell phones are uh-huh. and stuff like that. So it's like with tech you can it's real hard to predict shit that accurately. I still think it's funny though that they had to have Laser beak jump into sound wave. I understand why they were doing it, okay? I uh, want to yeah. show them transform. That's it's cool. just funny to yeah. comment on how yeah. technology has yeah. evolved today for us. But for example, why didn't laser beak just transform into a machine that was directly playing and you know they had to filter <laughs> sure. it through sound wave and sound sure. wave, to, you know, but whatever. I Our phones are way more functional than sound wave. We know why they, we know why they did it. They and also one final transform. one final while to for, cap it up for me is and the resolution of the video is not it's very not, good. It's, it's shitty. All this oh. disturbance. They need to adjust the tracking. <laughs> yeah. Anybody under 35, you don't yeah. get that joke. Yeah. So, right. uh, all of that. And, the, and look, I was, Megatron looks really displeased at the well, tracking. He, he gets happy. Oh. <laughs> Like, That's uh, just his everyday face. There we go. I will say that speaking of like the like Soundwave and the cassettes, I think that was a really interesting toy idea, like to have Soundwave and then you can have cassettes that go inside him and also, also become when I, other When I first bought Soundwave when I was really little, um, by the way, I own G1 Soundwave. I'm really, <laughs> I have Buzzsaw. I don't have a laser beak. <laughs> you have but the, I swear, the Kmart of I really tapes. thought, I really... I really... Is that what he is? No. <laughs> no. They just never used him in the cartoon Not really. I for mean, whatever what, reason. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. But I, I really... When I remember when I was real little and I bought that, I thought that I was buying it and it would actually play, oh, play? cassettes. Oh, play? That w- probably could now. Yeah. 
There are modern versions of Soundwave that turn into tablets. Uh, <laughs> that's stupid. <but laughs> that's collectors stupid. are buying. It. Uh, uh, and, but uh, yeah, and there's actually a really ni- I wouldn't. I don't want it, but there's some nice. It's a, actually a really nice toy, and I think it's official as well. But um, sounds like you kind of want it. I don't want it. Don't <laughs> don't just think it'd be a nice thing to give it to me, <laughs> just so I can pretend I like it. Birthday's coming up. <laughs> it is coming up. Uh, so this is the end. So now we're looking at the final really shot of our minute here. And Megatron's smirk. Yeah. I mean, he's never looked more evil in this oh, movie. Goodness. And that smirk right there is like... He's like, I got just him. Just cold. I got your ass. Lots, cold, Lots of luck. Dark. Yeah, my ass. More than you imagine, Optimus Prime. <laughs> yeah. Technically, that's the next episode. But, okay, uh, yeah, but that's, that's okay. True. That's we can, true. We can transition it. <laughs> I'm sorry I gave it away. Spoilers. So what next we, episode. So we're up, next episode, we're up, what are we up against here? Like, so uh, it's serious. rough. Let's prepare Next one's rough. Right. Trigger warning: the next episode is rough. All right, I'm excited. Uh, anything else to cover on this minute? No, let's get to that carnage. Come on, <laughs> okay, wrap all this right. up. All right. Hey, thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. This has been episode seven, uh, minute seven. Uh, please like, comment, subscribe. Go through our website, autopoddecepticast.com, and uh, you can link through to all of our social media there. And I think I'll probably, uh, before we record the next episode, actually just memorize what our social media handles are. That so way can, that you're not like I can actually like, say it. Hamana, hamana. Right, exactly. <laughs> so. Look for that, guys. All right. (laughs) Seven weeks into the podcast, and you're finally going to get our real addresses from me. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. See you later. Bye.